brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Actually sounded kind of fun, like he was doing crack and he was shoving opium up his ass. And- hey Brad, I was masturbating to your avatar and I couldn't help but wonder... You could say Puerto Rican. And then keep slamming it for a couple of years. Hello and welcome. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm the host. Oh, I didn't forget to change the heading here episode 275 of the show still not rich thank you very much for being a part of our little endeavor here it is fantastic being in this community um if you would like to reach out you can do so a lot of good emails lately email and voicemail mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com is the email address the voicemail line is 949-464-TBLS um sign up for our patreon page if you'd like and also leave us a review on apple podcasts itunes is gone and i don't know what i guess i have to switch to streaming i don't know i listen to vinyl records but when you but when you buy a vinyl record they give you you get a download code too and then i play that with my itunes but itunes is like windows level shit software and it has been for a long time and a lot of times you'll download shit and then you'll go back like a month later and half of your shit is gone because you know why because they want you to fucking stream it they don't want you to own it they don't want you to have your own they want you to subscribe and that's and you're just forced into that. They're just they're just everybody wants to fuck you. Um, so I guess I'm I'm in that world now. But anyway, subscribe to the show and rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Stitcher, the uh, Windows Store, Google Play, all of the above. Let us know. Let your friends know that you listen here. We are joined now, as we are each and every week, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, I uh, I uh, I was vomited on this past weekend. Oh, by an adult? Yeah, by an adult. What? Um, At a bar? Mich- yeah, Michelle was um, Michelle was uh, doing an away weekend with her friends. Oh yeah, like a beach beach weekend. Yeah. So I had the boys, and I couldn't think of anything to do on Saturday, and I was like, "Fuck it." We're driving to the Charm City. Yeah. We're going to go take in an Orioles game. Oh, that sounds awesome. What a great dad. Yeah. And uh, and then stayed in a hotel. We're leaving the stadium. Did and you, the Orioles won 13 nothing oh, too, against the Indians. Like, what? That's, what? That's a, that's a, I, I was preparing my son. I was like, you know, 
they usually lose their game. So you can't get too upset if they lose. Like I, we're going for just the atmosphere of going to a game. I never watched Sports Center, but I happened to catch a, a five minutes of Sports Center, and I saw that Scott Van Pelt, who's a Maryland guy, he was lamenting that the Orioles had already this season set a record for games in which their opponent had hit five or more home runs, and it were, right. we're only halfway through the season. Oh no! They're they're going to shatter the, the home runs allowed. The, yeah, the record is going to be shattered. There's there's something like two thirds of the way through, and they're not they haven't played eighty games. Like they're that's yeah, great. I love it. Yeah, um, but so they, you got you got reason, Did they you get the Indians are a good team? Yeah, they beat them back to back nights, well, thirteen happens. nothing. That and, happens in baseball. And on Friday night, they won thirteen nothing. I was like, well, there's one thing we know: they're not going to win thirteen nothing. And sure enough, they did. Wow. Um, so yeah. it was perfectly nice. We're leaving the stadium to go back to the hotel. Yeah. Uh, and it was a it was a um, four o'clock game, and there was a rain delay to to open. So it started. So the, we probably got out of the stadium around eight fifteen, eight thirty. We're just heading back to the hotel. Yeah. And I just hear some commotion behind me, and then like a spray. Oh, it was like no. somebody trying to cover their mouth and sprayed oh, no. like the back of my leg. Oh. And and. And the woman, the woman who's like consoling him, she's like, "Oh, come on, come on, let's let's go." And I turned around. I was like, <laughs> "I just what what came to mind? Like, I didn't know what I was going to do because it's not like I'm a fighter and I'm yeah. with my two boys." Yeah. I was like, "What a fucking amateur you are!" <laughs> I was like, "I said you are an embarrassment. Right. What an amateur." And then and then like there were some people like just trying to whisk him off, and yeah. he was just he was pathetic. And there was nothing I could do. I was like, well, at least we're going right to the hotel, which was like two blocks away. Yeah. And it's just jump in the shower. Everybody gets in the shower and we'll, we'll be, you know, systematically. My, my, my younger son got a little bit of it. So Ugh. being dad, I had to put him in the shower first and wait. So I just stood there. Yeah, and it could be pathogens. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It was just weird to be vomited on. And it was, but my, my sons were like, why did you keep calling him an amateur? Yeah. What's that all about? What's I was like, well, he he can't handle drinking, so I was trying to I was trying to just you know I couldn't think of what to say to him, so I just called him an amateur. They're like, but what what is he supposed to do? And I was like, well, he's supposed to know when he can't drink anymore and vomit on people. But yeah, that seems to be the the buzzword. Was it a, now? A, was it a, like how old was this person? Uh, I would guess thirties. Wow, yeah, younger well, than me, but not young. Yeah, yeah, not not nineteen. Like he he knew. Also hard so, hard to get shit faced at a ball game. I mean, it, you can get you know you it's can, expensive shit facing. It's expensive, but but it's like I, mean, I feel like I spent a ton of money on like three beers, right? And it, but it's like. Beer is like what they serve, and you got to drink a lot of beer to vomit. And so then, but, and keep yeah. in mind, it was a late afternoon game. It wasn't even. It wasn't like he'd been. He had a full day behind him. Something, you know. Maybe the he, game. The game was over at eight o'clock. Maybe he was He's pre, vomiting. Maybe he was pre-gaming during the rain delay at one of the local. I guess. Yeah, watering, watering holes. holes. Yeah. Um, and, and then I have a couple things. Uh, okay. Um. I just thought it was funny. My, uh, I've got some, you know, I've got some MAGA family 
like yeah. just you know yeah, we, we what cousins and wives but but i just you know i just w- once that started spreading i just unfriended a whole bunch of them or muted or yeah. you know just yeah <laughs> just tonight michelle she can't help herself she fr- is still friends with all these people oh, and no. she's just fighting oh, fights no over kaepernick and all this stuff it's like yeah what, what you're 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 fighting with somebody who's mad at Kaepernick, but not mad at uh, Don Jr. trying to start birtherism yeah. with Kamala Harris. Yeah, like, come on, what, what are we fighting for? Just, yeah, yeah. There's just no. There's nothing in it. There's nothing in it for anyone. There's no. There's no winning. There's no convincing. There's no reasoning. It's just uh, we no, just live true. in two different worlds. That's all there is to right. it. Um. I did. I did say I would vet the movie yesterday for everybody. Uh oh, is it a musical? It's not a musical. Okay. I I enjoyed it. It was a corny. It, of it's a corny. It's it's a. I, I mean, I hate the idea of a fantasy movie like that woman fucking fucking the fish. Oh, like yeah. I'm I'm not about fantasy movies. No, I hate that but too. It was kind of an interesting concept. The guy wakes up and like nobody knows anything about the Beatles, so he starts playing it yeah. and kind of see how. How would a career, if you had all these songs in your back pocket, how would you become famous? He's playing at some like shitty bars where people don't care, and then eventually people care a little more. I, you know, it was a, it was like a, you know, a, a feel good, a little rom comy, but yeah. I thought it was good. It was not a, and, and there, you know, there's a lot of good songs in there, but it was, it was not a musical. So I wonder though. I feel like you, if that really happened, that you would probably just be a guy that exists in obscurity playing the greatest musical compositions ever made. Well, I mean, they kind of show that and they show, you know, they, they show how he got some sort of break and, you know, some of the, you know, the early, you know, when they, we started getting more experimental towards the end. Yeah. Um, that I don't think you could just roll out, but like, some of the love ballad oh, yeah. early things, you know, a song like Yesterday. Yesterday. Right? Like mm-hmm. that can be a song like a like an Ed Sheeran kind of yeah. like singer-songwriter kind of stuff. And so they kind of show how that works. I just thought it was an interesting concept because chances are you don't become famous for anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ed, there's so many talented people that disappear. You just don't know anything about them. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, it was. It was decidedly a lighthearted movie, but I I enjoyed it. I would I would say if you're on a plane or whatever, I mean, if you want a, a date movie, that it was. I thought it was uh, fun enough. It's not you're not you're not walking away like whoa that blew my mind. Yeah, like I was just, I was considering taking the family this past weekend, and the my daughter just she's very difficult. She doesn't like any kind of entertainment other than makeup tutorials <laughs> on YouTube, and she's like a movie. I'm like, you want to see? Yesterday, and she's like, "No," and I'm like, "Do you know what that is?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's the one where the guy is the Beatles." And I'm like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Movies are so long." She's like, "You have to sit there for so long." And I'm like, "She's like, I just don't like movies." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> fair enough." Ed, the U.S. women's national team has moved on, and I'm they're in the finals. Oh yeah, I knew it was either semifinals or finals, and it was like. Yeah, they won two to one or whatever, but they're far and away the better team. Like it's like it's like the well, I think I think the deal because my my son will watch. You know, he's he's, he's way into, into everything. Yeah, he's into it. He's into everything, and so he's you know, 
I think before the tournament, I think France was the odds on favorite oh, really? with the US a close second. So uh-huh. I don't know how they do the seedings, but they met each other in the quarterfinals. So that or so that was kind of the de facto championship. Like the US is is supposed to uh roll through the, the next couple of rounds. So even though it's my understanding that the I thought the U.S. was the best in the world. We're we're supposed to believe that France is it? Have have they France? Just, France men just won. Well, the, I mean, they're, yeah. they're a good like soccer country. They just they won the men's yes last year. Well, the U.S. So, the U.S. Know. won I it just, in twenty fifteen. Wait, they hadn't won it since nineteen ninety nine. That was the uh, the the bra one. Yeah, the that was Brady uh, Chastain. I thought they won it all the time. Holistic. I thought this, they're like trying to win it for like the fifth time in a row. Yeah. No, it's, maybe they keep making the championship and losing. It says, I don't know. It says Japan won in 2011, and then <laughs> twice before that was Germany. Um, I did see my son was watching it today, and I was, uh, you know, half paying attention. Uh, the 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 famous one, Rapino, yeah. want the one who. Uh, Who's, who's really getting in Trump's grill? Yeah, Rep. Uh, She's married to Sue Bird, the hoopster. Oh, so they they uh, they've got some uh, some high achieving sports family. Um, so anyway, she didn't play today. Apparently, she she's not that good on defense. She's like LeBron James. They only she only plays offense. Doesn't doesn't go down on the defense. She had scored their only goals for the previous few games. I don't know. It was weird. It's just, that's the one that stands out. There were, there were a couple that were kind of cute on the field. But, um, I but did I, like, so but I could see her, I could see her from far away. Cause she always has like different colored hair. And hair short, yeah. and you, you can just, you can just see who it was. And I was like, well, she's Where's the only person I know on that team and she's not on the field. Yeah. It's for marketing purposes, U S women's national team. And I know everybody in the fucking world has a super hard dick for the U S women's national team that will end in exactly four days or something and just started eight days ago. So go fuck yourself with your, I love women's soccer bullshit. Cause you're full of shit. B it helps for marketing purposes. If you want to, if you're trying to increase your profile to have the, the people that, the person that people know out there. Like if there's, if there's only one person that so it wasn't know, that she was hurt, she, they decided not to play their captain. As you know, I only read the headlines and I saw a, some kind of headline. It just, I sort of absorbed it. That said something about her. She's a midfielder, but not, uh, her strength isn't on the D in the defensive end. And they thought they needed more defense. No. They this said is, her backup. Yeah. Her backup was the one who scored the first goal. Oh, really? I did, and I will say this, and I'm not – I'm indifferent. I'm just – last week I was kind of anti-women's soccer. Matter of fact, well, until like one minute ago when I read that we'd only won two of the last one, two, three, four, five. We're, we're, we've only won two of the last five Women's World Cups. I thought we won it every time. I thought- my, my, my thoughts were more last week or about how just tacky the whole – Running up the score, no, that thing was douchey. Was. I agree with that. Um, and this, but was, I still yeah. maintain yeah. that the U.S. men's uh, basketball team worst. in the Olympics worst to me. Like worst when, when you roll out NBA superstars and they win by forty yeah. 
just sucks. And I, I don't find it entertaining at all. I like when so, you roll out NBA superstars and Pau Gasol and a bunch of fucking guys you never heard of that with uh, too much right. underarm hair. Ricky Rubio and Pau Gasol yeah. and like a bunch of scrubs. Play a little, they just fucking pick and roll the shit out of you on the way yeah, to yeah, a gold yeah. medal. I like that. But that, but when the U.S. men's hockey team gets out there, you better believe I'm rooting for the fucking United States of America over those monsters from Canada. 100% of the time. I like Olympic hockey. Oh, I love it. It's the best. Um, it's th- great. Additionally, though, so I will say, so I'm lukewarm on the women's national team. I'm not going to be, I'm not one of these fucking Johnny come lately bandwagon fuckers out there getting all, ex- all excited like they like soccer. But I will say this. I saw some chicks scored a goal today, and while they were celebrating, they over celebrate in soccer too, by the way. But she runs, she ran off to the side, and she pantomimed. She did the tea thing. Yeah, well, she was pantomiming that she was smoking a joint. No, no, no. Oh well, then fuck. No, her. she did. She did pinkies out because oh. I think it was like Pierce Morgan was like talking shit, oh. and and so she was doing that. We're sipping tea with pinkies uh, out, like well, trolling, she's, trolling England. Yeah. Which I thought was, I thought it was fine. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Uh, well, I, I mean, when it's one nothing or two one, when you do that move, it my, my issue was when it was twelve nothing, and there are these huge celebrations. Like, calm down. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Just well, you should be embarrassed. Like the uh, you know the the baseball code. You don't see guys like the Yankees were up eighteen eighteen to five or something in London over the weekend. And, uh, you know, they were still hitting home runs and shit and doubles and, but they weren't like bat flipping and fucking slapping fives, you know, they were, they were kicking their ass. And so they were kind of chill about it. And, and, and that was against the Boston Red Sox who were real fuck. They won the world series last year. Thailand hasn't won any fucking, um, hold on. I got the results right here. Nope. Here's who's won the world cup, United States, Norway, United States, Germany, Germany, Japan, United States, no Thailand. So don't fucking you know you don't, the 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 men's basketball team doesn't slap fives when they when they whoop up on Cameroon or Romania, right? You know, right. just calm down. Just yeah, I know everybody calm the fuck down. Be cool. Be cool. Uh, okay, let's do. Oh, hold on, I got a lot of got a lot of screens open. I'm turning to my left. Well, let's do a quick R.I.P. Oh, Dad, Max Wright, yeah. Dad from Alf. R.I.P. He hung um, in there a long time because his um, yeah. sucking dick the, for crack episode, I feel like, was in the like late 90s. Yeah, that was, was like 20 years ago. Yeah. And it makes me think, I mean, if that guy can get to 75, I mean, what, yeah. what's the point in taking care of yourself at all? Yeah, crack, not that bad for you. And do we got to think there were a lot of. A lot of questionable dicks he sucks. Yeah. And those do, crack out. Do we know what took him? Uh, the, the big C? Odds are. I mean, maybe he watched one of his acting performances on Alpha. <laughs> Could be. Because that was the other thing. He was terrible. Um, yeah. Most I mean, it's, it's a sick oh, cancer. Yeah, cancer. Cancer. Cancer will get you. What kind? The big C. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at this trip, this uh, article in Rolling Stone. R.A.P. Max Wright, a hilarious and talented actor by Seth MacFarlane. No, he was not hilarious. Um, no, no. I mean, he was Norm. When Norm had a sitcom, he put him in it. 
Max Wright. I think he was on Norm's sitcom when he was smoking crack in the. Uh, yes, it happened. Yeah. Right, it happened. The Norm show from '99 to '01. I think it was right in that that uh, era. I remember that. Um, I remember that book, Permanent Midnight, and the guy that wrote it. Name escapes me. Jerry something. It was all about how he was just a fucking major drug addict um, while he was a writer on TV shows in the eighties. And one of in one show that he wrote on was Alf. And it was all about how he'd fuck. It actually sounded kind of fun. Like he was doing crack and he was shoving opium up his ass and he was just really going for it. And uh, so I feel like if I went back, found that book. Maybe there's some, he had some interactions with the dad. Maybe they were smoking crack together. Maybe, maybe I will say of all, you know, of all Jerry the, Stahl. you're saying it sounds, it sounds fun, but the, uh, you know, the flip side, I feel like Max Wright, the pictures of Max Wright in the crack house really yeah, are all the proof you need that you stay off the hard drugs, kids. Yeah. Like, well, yes. I mean, with, with the, with the minor league drugs, the, do not get to the, the problem with crack is the needing to have more crack. Yeah. You know, if you could just I mean, smoke just, a little crack, do a quick Google search and you'll just see him like in a, a legit crack house. With like homeless dudes. Yeah, that's not that's not ideal. That no, I would I would try to stay away from that. Certainly, certainly. I mean, when you see a a pretty um, uh, yes down on his luck, Willie homeless dude. Yeah. The last thing you're thinking is, man, I, I gotta blow this dude. I want to see his pants off. Yeah, I think about that. You know, like what's. I like to, before I bang it out, I like to be showered. Like, I don't. Yeah, you, want, you want a clean atmosphere. Yeah. Crack houses? Yeah. I want, yeah. Not I, clean there. I want my balls to be super fresh, super cleaned, because I want, you know, I want people to feel free to investigate what I got going on. And if I'm, if I've been at work all day or just come from the gym or just, you know, just the, the, the toll that the day takes on one's genitals and other body parts. Like you wanted to have a nice shower before you're having anybody do work down there. And I, I just feel like crackheads as a rule aren't able to, to groom. Yeah. Not that they're just not super hygienic is my guess. Uh, okay. Let's do, we got some emails to do let's, or voicemails. Let's do a couple of voicemails quickly. He's so easy to hate Your time he likes to waste His calls are far from great His calls are far from great He's such a stupid fuck He seems down on his luck His voicemails really suck His voicemails really suck No one's enjoying him Okay, Manuel didn't call this week, but we have some other people. Let's see what these other dudes have to say. And see, see look at this one. 28 seconds. This is already my favorite voicemail of the week. 
Let's see what this guy's got to no, say. It's not Manuel. Yeah, definitely not. Brian, Ed. Hey, I. It's the dulcet tones of LSU Lala. Yeah, yeah. Our most frequent voicemail these days, it seems. I'm into the game late, I guess. Uh, so this has probably been discussed numerous times, but I'm just curious, how exactly did you two find each other? Um, you know, I don't know what what oh transpired God. to bring you two together to make this award-winning show, but I was just curious. I wanted to know uh, a little background on how the show came to be, mm. if you don't mind sharing. Um, it's easy. We followed each other on Twitter, and at some point, Ed was like, Brian, you are so fucking funny. <laughs> like, I never, I'm always dying laughing. I'm like, how can I get more, 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 need more? Uh, is there any way I could be some type of a sidekick, attache, yeah. helper? Hey, Brian, I was masturbating to your avatar, and I couldn't help but wonder. <laughs> Is there another way we could converse? Uh, yeah, we, we followed. <laughs> no, it was, we, we got to be buddies on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we got to be buddies on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, this is the brainchild of uh, uh, Brian. Yeah. He, you just said like, "Hey, I, I'm thinking of doing a podcast, and I think we would uh, it would work." Yeah, I was at the, at oh. the time I was on the radio, and I didn't. I got the sense pretty early on into my radio career that the people I was working with were not really interested in elevating me in any way. And also like what, you know, my kind of humor and what I find funny, it doesn't really translate to breaking down the Browns defensive line. So I thought maybe, you know, maybe I could do something myself, but I didn't want to do it alone. And I wanted to do it with somebody that was funny. Um, and I thought Ed was funny and I thought we had a similar sensibility, but also a different sensibility, which I thought would be good. Um, and so I thought, Hey, let's, let's try this. And you know what? It was pretty bad early on, but we got better at it. Now we're right. fucking amazing. Now we're really good. We're, we're incredible. Yeah. Uh, when you said the Browns just brought up a funny thing, we, there used to be a terrible assistant that worked in our office and she would like once a week wear in a completely all Brown outfit. And so just throughout the day, we would try to think of as many obscure Browns references and cram it into conversation around her. It was great. Did she, that's what you do to keep your sanity in office. It's true. What did, did we ever find out why she went all brown one day a week? That seems like a, uh, she was nuts. That's she was nuts. Oddly specific style choice. Yeah. It was like a, a, a like a jumper, like a brown it's with like a brown sweater. Like, she was, she was. I mean, she was really gross. Oh, so like nobody really, and she was real hot. No, no, no. Oh. Like like uh, you ruined it. She yeah. She looked like a big piece of poop. Oh, stop! Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that ever again. Okay, another. <laughs> so that's how we met LSU. You know what I was thinking about the other day is this. Many years ago, I was I went to a um, I went to a Big West tournament basketball game with my close friend Travis Rogers. I drove because he likes to booze him back. And we had, but he hooked up the tickets because he's went to UCSB and UCSB was playing Long Beach State. Long Beach State won, by the way. And that's when we had Casper Ware. I think he's playing over in the Italian league. He's a pretty speedy little point guard. He gets the rack. 
but I was at the, and this is, I'm doing this for LSU Lala. Uh, we were at the game and Travis hooked us up with tickets and then he was rapping with the dude that this just came to me right now. This, uh, he was rapping with the dude that did the play by play for UCSB. And he's like, Hey, and he's talking to us and he's like, Hey, I think, um, a friend of mine knows you on Twitter. And we're like, Oh yeah. What's his name? And he said, LSU Lala. And we're like, Oh yeah, we know who that guy is. That was like seven years ago. And now I'm pretty much just doing the same thing. Not sad at all. Anyway, let's do another voicemail. Brian and it's Dolomite. Listen. Oh, Do- has Dolomite's called in before, right? Uh, he must have. He has, he's had to have, right? I mean, Dolomite. Here's the thing about Dolomite. He's a frequent email emailer. Yeah, but he I emails. He must. He must have called in. He tweets. He's very active. He's. You know what he is? He's an evangelist for the show. He really. We need more Dolomites. We need. He's great. We need more Dolomites. We need more LSU Lala's. We need more Ishes. He hates guy. Yeah, Dolomite hates guy, but it's kind of funny that he hates guy yeah, so much. Fun. Yeah, he's, he really I, hates him. It's really he. He really I'm gonna used stay. to be like a one joke dude about this guy thing. Now he's branched out now, but I feel like this is going to be yeah, about but I would, guy. I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I bet this call's about guy. Yeah, it is. I want to talk to you about something really been bothering me real, and it, it's these fucking self checkouts at grocery stores, right? Oh, I fucking love the self checkout, but hold on. Oh. Um, life-changing yeah it's you don't have to wait in a line you just do it it is kind of and it was kind of hard at first when you had like an avocado and they're like you're like had to right. search for avocado, all you have but to they, do is type in onion and then you just yeah i know just pick pick onion and nobody's checking i told you I, the time i got shamed for inadvertently trying to steal a uh um greeting card I was at oh, no. I was at CVS and I was checking myself out as I always do, and I scanned a greeting card. It was like somebody's birthday or something, and I scanned a greeting card and I had two in my hand and didn't realize it, and I dropped them both in the bag, and it fucking started yelling at me because they figured out the oh, weight situation. How does it know one versus two greeting cards in the bag? <laughs> That's an oddly specific down to the ounce. Yes, they fucking nailed me. Anyway, I'm in the I don't shop at a lot of places that have the self-checkout, but when I when I, and usually when I pop through Ralph's or another West Coast specific grocery store chain, it's only for one or two things. I don't do a full shop at one of those places. Um and so I really don't want to stand in line cuz so I just run through the thing. Let's see. Yeah, I don't do uh I don't do Costco. Yeah. Um, there's a, or there's a BJ's near us. I mean, kind of like a Costco. I don't, mm-hmm. I used to do it. I, I just go to like shop, right? Like a supermarket. Right. Um, but maybe a year ago they added the self checkout. And so now like yeah. if I have 30 items, it's all on me. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Like the grocery store wants me to go through the fucking time and effort of bagging my own groceries. So they don't have to pay somebody to do it. I'm just saying, fuck them. It's part of the cost of my groceries. It's stupid. Anyway, uh, the main point of this call was just so I could say, fuck guys here. Later. <laughs> he did finish it on the fuck guys here. Now, I mean, my grocery store, before they put in the self-checkout, very rarely would somebody bag it for me. 
Oh, they would check it out, and then I would still have to bag it most of the time. No, they they bag it for you here, but the you you know now you got to bring your own bags. And I know a lot of dudes, white dudes, that were so fucking mad when there were because here oh, yeah. here in California we kind of overregulate shit. I agree, but this one I'm kind of cool with. They fucking they're we're like, hey, these fucking plastic bags are a menace. Just there's too many they, of they them. They really are. Yeah, they really are. They're, they're terrible for the environment. They're disgusting. Uh, it was January first this year. No more plastic bags. Oh yeah, same, yeah. I think it was last year, sometime maybe a couple years ago. And it literally took like one or two trips to the store to be like, oh, I forgot that they used to bag these for me. Like it's literally no inconvenience whatsoever. It's not. It doesn't bother me at all. And occasionally I'll go to the store and I'll be like, fuck, I don't have any bags in my car. Cause I got a couple like just, sturdy bags. You, that I use. Buy, you buy one yeah, for a dollar. Fucking, no, it's a dime. It's 10 cents. And oh, I don't for even, like the paper bag. Yeah. But and, you can buy the recyclable bag for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You dollar. can do that too. I, you know what? I'll probably do that next time. And, uh, it, but then it's like, I don't even think they charge me half the time when I go, Oh fuck, I need a couple bags. They just like give you the bags anyway. So anyway, Calm down. It's fucking better. Just bring your own bags. It's way better. You don't have all these shitty bags in your house or you're throwing them away or you don't want to throw them away or you don't know what to do with them. I'm anti-plastic bags. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't think Dolomite's ever called before. If he has, it's been quite a while. Thanks for that, Dolomite. You're the best. Yeah. Great dude. Uh, let's, yeah. Yeah. Gives a lot of content. But he does. He's a good guy. Um, quick email. Sorry to bring up this topic again. I'm a regular listener and Patreon contributor to the show who wishes to remain anonymous due to the subject matter of this email. After listening to Chuck's ordeal with Peyronie's disease, I'm starting to wonder if I myself have this too. Or whether I just have a slightly more pronounced curve. I've been told that my shape is quite unique by a few that have seen mine. Again, sorry to rehash this topic, but this has really been weighing on my mind for a number of years. And I applaud Chuck for coming forward about this because I couldn't have done the same. I totally agree. I don't know... Obviously, I'm not Googling Peyronie's disease, Ed, and I'm not looking at any fucking pictures of it. And I don't want to see. I've done the work. But I imagine. I've done the work. I imagine. That, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. I imagine that the. I going to say, I imagine this guy has Peyronie. Maybe, but I think the diagnosis probably comes with the uh, pain or the, like, a lot of dudes have you know, curved dicks yes. and don't have yes. really an issue. And maybe they do the, have the, Peyronie's disease also. I think only if it's, I mean, if it's a little uh, more pronounced, but if it's not causing pain for you or others, then uh, who gives yeah. a shit? I, um, I'll tell you about my dick. It's just like pretty normal, like straight dick. Although it does kind of have a twist in it. So there's no curvature but the head of my dick, like if you're looking down at my dick, you're not looking down directly at the, like the head doesn't like line up between my eyes. It's just like a little twisted. 
to the side just a little bit. Interesting. Um, but I'm, but I'm told by people that have <laughs> that have huh? had intercourse with men that sometimes the curved ones can feel very good. That's just what like I a hear. swizzle stick action. Yeah, that's just what I hear. But mine's just the normal straight. So I don't. If it's not, I appreciate you coming forward, anonymous listener. But if it's not causing you any issue, I don't know if you meet the diagnosis. And I refuse to Google that condition because I don't well, want to maybe, see pictures. I would say maybe if it's not causing pain, maybe just be on the careful side because maybe it could break easier. Yeah. We've heard the Dennis yes. Rodman, Johnny yeah. Knoxville kind of broken penis stories. Yeah. You don't want that one. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Um, Ed. It's time. We, don't, we Oh, we don't have a song for sports. And so I've been playing the uh, My Name is Brian, which is a fantastic song composed and arranged by our own Writes a Bill. And I was saying, hey, how about um, I was reaching out to Brad in New York, like, hey, Brad in New York, maybe you write us a, an intro to sports song. And then Writes a Bill sassed me on Twitter that I don't. I don't consult him to write the song. I would love it if writes a bill. I didn't, I'll be honest. I hadn't heard from writes a bill in a while. So I did, wasn't sure that he was still in the mix. You know, people come and go and I don't want to be presumptive right. that I could just like ish. Yeah. I, yeah. Like ish. Ish was a great listener. He's gone. He used to write lots of questions about, um, Kate McManus's <laughs> sex life, which were awkward, but he was around and now he's not. <laughs> and, uh, this writes a bill. Great song writer. Uh, composer, yeah. singer. The guy's got sings like an angel. But I didn't want to be just like, hey, because it's, it's. I'm asking people to do things for free, so I'm not like, hey, writes a bill, write me a song. But if you would like to write a sports opening song, writes a bill, I would love it if you would. Until then, I'll just play one of your classics. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy I host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my crew rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own Troy on DVD Mm. Beautiful song. Do another one. It is beautiful. I would love it. You know, on the uh, ESPN ticker just now, I saw uh, a headline. I forgot who they were talking about. It just said, Pence suffers pulled groin setback. And I was thinking it was the vice president, which just seemed like a funny headline. I forgot Hunter Pence is a player. He still plays uh, Hunter Pence. I I guess so. But I was just thinking about Mother Mother, I've yeah. pulled my groin again. Well, I did see um, today that Mike Pence's plane had to be turned around midair. And I was like, oh, is there, is there a, a wide stance incident going on somewhere that he needs to attend to quickly? Or what? I was like, was hoping it was something good, but then it turned out to be nothing. I don't even yeah. know. I didn't follow up. Mother, mother needs me. <laughs> what? Speaking of. Um, unfortunate 
incidences, incidences, incidences. Um, Ed, the New York Knicks, they really, they thought they had this Durant guy. And I'll be honest, I'm going to come out and tell you right now, this Durant thing is not going to go well. The guy tore his fucking Achilles. Like this, yeah, that's they, not a comebackable thing. Is, he's, thing. A, he's a jump shooter. He's no, not a slasher. No, we talked about it. We talked about it. Yeah. He right. goes to the rack sometimes say, though. I'm on record with many friends that I, although I want, wanted the Knicks to get him and Kyrie that package because it would make them relevant. I don't think it yep. would make them a champion, championship team, yep. but I think it would make them relevant. But I've I've always maintained both those guys are the biggest bitches. Yeah, they like are. just they are. like Durant writing on his sneakers. Oh, the media won't won't recognize me. It's like, buddy, they named you the MVP of the finals two years in a row. He's the best player what, in the, the league. The media is not out to get you. Fuckface. He's a he's a, he's a seven foot freak. There's never been anybody like him. Such a sensitive bitch. He's seven feet tall, and he puts it on the deck like a little guy, and then he just stops, and there's no one that can guard him, so he just shoots over the top of him and makes it every time. He's fucking incredible. That said, he's torn his Achilles, and he's going to be fucked for a while, and the Warriors have dodged a bullet. And by the time he's able to play again, the the all, the whole of the Nets will have tired of Kyrie, as every team has done before him. Mm-hmm. Speaking but of anyway, that, yeah, is is Durant's having his so number? So Durant was was in Golden State for three years, and they're yeah. retiring his jersey. Yeah. Now, how much of that is? I really think this GM fucked it up in a big way. That's why he was crying in the press conference, not because he Bob felt Myers. so bad for Kevin Durant. He he fucked up. Durant kept saying he wasn't ready to go, and then they set him up with a three on three in practice, and. They kept just pushing in, like get letting it known in the media. Well, as soon as Kevin's tough enough to get out there, and sure enough, he goes out there and his Achilles exploded. I, I don't because yeah, and they were they were lying about it. Oh, he just had a, a pulled calf muscle. Yeah, you don't have the non-contact calf yeah. muscle. Might be if he like came down he, awkwardly. He after also was grabbing he very low. Yeah. yeah, that's not your calf, but I, Achilles. I heard an orthopedic surgeon's take on this, and he said that a partially torn uh, Achilles is almost impossible to see on an MRI. That when it's just torn, However, when it's not completely severed, you can't tell that it's torn at all, and that it would have torn completely eventually. And also... That they, you know, they only surgically repair either like really badly torn ones or on professional athletes. Most of the time, they just heal themselves. Regular people, regular person tears his Achilles. They just let it heal, heals right up. Um. Yeah, but I, I don't know shit about uh, medicine. That's clear. But I've watched enough sports yes. to know when that happened, and I was, I had an interest in Durant because there was talk of him going to the Knicks. Yes. It looked like an Achilles it did. right away. It did. But so, but, but non-contact yeah. injuries. That's those are the worst ones. Know. You know yeah. when it's going down. But he. But so anyway, my point is is that it, he was going to have the surgery anyway. Like whether it, from that first time right. he went down, he needed surgery, and they they just hadn't realized it yet. But anyway, they pushed him. They pushed him to go there yeah. and to get back in the in in the series. And it it went wrong, and that's why he's crying. And I gotta think this is like saving face for 
agents or people around the league like, why the fuck would they retire his jersey? Steph Curry won the title before he got there, and he was just an extra piece to make them unstoppable. Yes, but absolutely. why would you retire? He didn't build the Warriors. He wasn't. He wasn't Steph Curry or Clay Thompson. Like he wasn't the core of that team. He was just the add-on to make them unstoppable. I don't think a lot of people would, are lining up to be number thirty-five in Golden State. And I, Ed, we made it clear here. I'm a Dodger fan, and the Dodgers only retire your number when you go to baseball's Hall of Fame. So, for instance, a lot of people think that Steve Garvey, number six, should the Dodgers should retire that. Well, they're not going to retire it because Steve Garvey is not and will never be in baseball's Hall of Fame. And that's just a good rule to have. Because then you get a lot of these teams, like the Clippers retiring Michael Cage's zero. Oh, the Jerry Carroll. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could have made Jerry that up. Carroll. If it's not retired, though, they should retire it. But, uh, you know, it's there's no, a lot of... Zero was wasn't zero? Was that Benoit Benjamin? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Benoit Benjamin. With Don King as his agent? Amazing. Amazing. Uh, there's a lot of teams with too many numbers retired. And the Golden State, look, you got three titles. That's great. But this, or he was there three years, got you two titles. It's great. But this, you know, this is a transient business. Like he wasn't going to be there forever. Also, don't announce it right away. Hey, we're going to retire your number. Like you sound like such a bitch. Like, calm yeah, down. Yeah, really. It's. Sounds bad. If if um, after he retires, you want to bring him back. And, you know, like there was a lot of bad blood when when Kobe pushed Shaq out of L.A. And Shaq was real pissed off about it. In hindsight, it was the right move. And then eventually things calmed down and Shaq came back to L.A. And, of course, his numbers retired here. And all that. you do it the day after he chooses another team? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's bitch behavior. And it needs to stop. Act like a man, Joe Lacob. Um, Egyptian soccer player kicked off the national team for sending out multiple unsolicited dick pics on social media. That is forbidden what are you in doing? Egypt. Oh, whatever society. Oh yeah. No, this I'm just saying. I'm just, doing. I'm just saying. I just I don't know the cultural norms over there. They, oh, you're saying maybe that's okay. I, yeah. Yeah. They're boss. They, the men are the boss over there. They're the boss. However, yeah. it doesn't actually work no matter where you are. No, it doesn't. It's a bad play. And especially if you're, I mean, imagine in Egypt being on the national, is he on the national team or is this like, like a league in well, Egypt? He, no, he was just removed from the national team. Oh, right. Like they were, they'll, they'll make the World Cup and then lose in the group stages. Yeah. That's like, for that kind of team. But what I'm saying is puss probably comes very easy to a dude that's an, on the Egyptian national team. Like you don't have to sure. attract it with your dong shots. And also that doesn't attract it there. If a chick, if you send a chick, your dick, a picture of your dick and she fucks you, she is having sex with you despite your dick pic, not because of it. Just right. know that. No, that's what's Nobody happening. cares about it. No. You're the only person who cares about your Unless dick. you have Peyronie's disease, then text them to Ed because he wants to see him. <laughs> um, the New York Mets, uh, it's the 50th anniversary of the 69 season. 
of when they won their first World Series. Now that's when they and weren't they like thirty they games. Beat the Orioles. They were like thirty games out of first place, or it was like their second year in the league or something. Yeah, they, well, they were they were like I think I think they started like let's say sixty four, and they yeah. I think they still have the record for the worst season ever. Right. That first year, yeah. and then like five years later, they won the World Series, Amazing. and you know I yeah. think they were. They beat like the Jim Palmer Orioles. Yeah. Like they were, they beat like like a big time favorite. Um, so they did. They had some players back, and then they had a montage of the dead players from that team. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> they included a few guys who were still alive in the the dead montage. <laughs> I mean, you need some quality that control. Is a Google search. Yeah. A fucking Google search. Yeah. Well, it's. You assume they put some intern or some lackey in charge of this when they're like, hey, get no, us a list of names. No, but every intern knows how to search names. I know, I know. But you got to go back and double check, you know, like maybe somebody screwed up the Excel or something. Like they're like dead. They had like a dead column and a live column. And then like maybe they switch the cells or something. Who knows? But what I'm saying is Whoops. just go back, go back and double check. That's all you, you know, got to do. I mean, I, I, I wonder if they – there must be video of it. I haven't watched it, but yeah. – I assume they do the uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, and then just seeing this guy who's like still alive. Like, what? Hey, what the fuck? And he's he at the game. Me? He's like doing that. He's doing that like um, palms up, like emoji thing. Like, what the fuck? I'm right here. <laughs> don't put, don't pour dirt on me yet. Yeah. Uh, re- unfortunate news in Spanish soccer. Recently promoted Spanish soccer club. Renamed as Flat Earth FC. I'm here for that. I love that. I love that. that's great. Why is this a thing now? <laughs> I love it. I don't know. It's so stupid. It's, it's so hundreds, stupid. Hundreds and hundreds of years old. It's so dumb. It's so hilariously stupid. Flat I love it. FC. Um, this is this is a this seems like it's an onion headline. Darren Collison yeah. abruptly retires from NBA to focus on life yeah. as a Jehovah's Witness. Buddy. <laughs> this guy, the NBA, being yeah. the worst player in the NBA, and he wasn't. He was a good, like a yeah. good yeah. backup point guard. Um, being the worst player in the NBA is a dream of an existence. Yeah. And this dude is going to go march around neighborhoods and knock on doors yeah. of people who don't want to be knocked on and hand out shitty copies of the watchtower yeah, and Kenny not Loggins. celebrate birthdays yeah. and holidays and uh, not deal with certain medical advice be- right? you can't get certain things. There's, there's all kinds of rules. I believe Je- the Jehovah's Witness God um, limits the number of people that are allowed in the kingdom of heaven, which seems like a weird rule when you're like in charge, like you made the whole universe. You could just be like, sorry, like only 800,000 people get into heaven. So he's building that wall. He doesn't want, he wants to keep people out. I don't, if we have any Jehovah's in the audience and I'm misstating. Yeah, I went to school with a few. I remember I was like, there was a guy that um, that was like kind of hung around with us in high school. I think he was a grade. He might have been two grades ahead of me, but he was like a cool dude. And but he would never be around other than at school. And I remember I asked somebody one time, like, how come? What's his name? Like, never comes to parties or anything. And they're like, oh, he's a Jehovah's Witness. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. I remember 
same type of thing. Not not somebody I was really friendly with, but thinking like this kid only exists in school, and that's because he's a Jehovah. He just, yeah. I mean, yeah. once you once you're in that, all you do is kind of knock on doors. And I remember um, my uh, my friend's little brother opened the door and accepted a copy of the Watchtower. Oh, yeah. And uh, the mom really laid into him because oh. she's like, "Don't you understand? They'll never stop coming back." Yeah, I don't. I feel like once, they've once you take that watchtower, you're fucked. They hit me up sometimes. It's been a while. They hit me up sometimes, and I find them to be very friendly and nice. And they're very nice. Yeah. They're very nice, but it's it's a bummer of a religion to, to have to go through with it. Yeah, it, yeah. Any religion that makes you go out and shill, yeah. you got to think. Wait. You know, like who's who made up these rules? Yeah, my whole thing with religion is is certainly not that. Like, I know con- I have concrete evidence of, but what I do know is every single religion that everybody believes in, it's all full of shit. Yeah, there, whatever there is, it's certainly not what like a couple guys figured out hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. Those are just stories. You nobody knows anything. So if you have to march around neighborhoods handing out a magazine that nobody wants, that's probably not yeah. what what God had no. intended. No, I got to agree. And also the the Jesus on the cover of the uh, Watchtower, at least the last time I got one, very Anglo-Saxon. Extreme. <laughs> I think he might even have blue eyes or it was like not – I mean he looks like look – and he's very um, – He's very well kept. It looks like he's been going to supercuts. He looks like Kenny Loggins, and he's so, but like the old Kenny Loggins, because Kenny Loggins these days looks real fucked up from the plastic surgery. Um, my point is, is that they're, they're, they're pitching a version of, of Jesus that I'm just not, I'm not a buyer at that, at that level. You're going to have to get, get real with me if you want me to. Come to your meetings. Oh, they also yeah. I'm looking at some some uh, sample covers. They also love doing that uh, that really bad dentist uh, waiting area artwork. Yeah, uh, like where hi- highlights are, magazine. Like, yeah, like people hanging out, and they're all wearing like bad suits, and then Jesus is just kind of like hanging out with them. Um. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's almost like a water cooler moment, and then. Anglo Jesus is just, he's just hanging out with them. Yeah. They're just, they're just, uh, chilling. Uh, hopefully Darren Collison has a change of heart. So the Lakers can sign him for the league minimum. Cause we're going to need a lot of league minimum guys here pretty soon. <laughs> uh, uh, it, quickly. Time. Oh. It's time for not sports, not sports. Love, love that. Beautiful. The dulcet tones of Eli Braden. Genius. Um, the Dalai Lama was, gave an interview recently, and he said, any female successor must be attractive or people won't look at her face. I mean, the Dalai Lama's the Dalai kind, Lama. He's kind of taking Dude, some... Looks like a, he looks like a dumpling. Like yeah. 
He's, he's talking about people should be attractive. He's kind of taking some shit for this, but he also has a point. Like, attractive people get more attention. And if you want people right. because of who we are, he's kind of, he's, the point he's making is kind of on more on us as society as far as yeah. being more yeah. attracted to the opinions of good looking people. Although Donald Trump is a president and he is markedly disgusting looking he's so hideous <laughs> um, and also why does it he uh, know but, oh, i will say in the words i believe it's andy richter's now ex-wife sarah thyer yeah. i think she tweeted if we're being honest dalai lama is at best a four well, i mean nobody he's not he's not a handsome dude yeah. he's kind of like He's like just kind of a, he's like I don't a know. roly poly kind of Asian smart. guy. He's not, you know, he's cute. He's like a grandpa type. I mean, what what was the young? We need to Google the uh, what the young Dalai Lama looked what like. Think he's, he was, he's probably a real fuck beast. <laughs> he doesn't let that robe open up a little bit, show off those abs. Yeah, he doesn't maybe get a, a little peek at his dong. He doesn't do that because he's uh, just you know trying to reach enlightenment. Young Dalai Lama photos. I'm looking right now. Oh, he's a nice looking dude. He had glasses. Hang he's on. a nice looking fella. There's nothing bad about him. He's. Hang on. He looked like a big fucking nerd well, back in the day. Yeah, he's got glasses on. It's, he has trouble no, seeing. No, but he had his bad haircut. No, look at this one. This is the one that's like a portrait. Buddhist, BuddhistDoor.net. He's like a good looking guy. I mean, he's not awful, but. Yeah. I don't know if he should be talking about people's. Whoa! Even the old, even the old some, version. Some of the outfits, he looks a little clannish. Some of those, I know, I don't those know. llama outfits. Well, it's some pointy hoods. Tibet, like they do shit different over there. Buddy, this is his. I'm looking at his um, modern portrait, and he's a nice looking grandpa. Like I don't, I'm, I'm, not I'm team Dolly. He's not. I'm, I'm not saying he's hideous. Yeah, but what I'm I mean, saying kind of is, saying that. He, <laughs> he's not. I yeah. mean, he's not some beautiful. No, he's not a young Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Uh, he's <laughs> he's not current day Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, remind you, is older now than Jerry Garcia was when he died, and he's just <laughs> he's still Jerry Garcia was not good looking. Yeah, he's still so beautiful. <laughs> it's just stunning. He is. I saw. I'm so excited for that Tarantino. Oh, I know. I can't good. wait. I can't wait. Uh, okay, what else is going on? Now that you've shamed the Dalai Lama for being honest. <laughs> so, oh, sp- I mean, speak- I would, speaking I'll of, say, yeah. I'll say he's a five. He's a five. Speaking of people that are agreed yeah. by everyone to be physically repulsive, what is going on with Ted Cruz? Fish monster. Uh, Ted Cruz's lawyers, comp- they're they're fighting with the federal election election committee over. Uh, some sort of ten thousand uh, dollar discrepancy where I think he loaned the campaign certain money and then certain I don't know it's over ten thousand dollars. His lawyers, in their defense, compared him to Rosa Parks in his fight yeah. for justice. Well, he's, <laughs> he probably had to take a bus to his to his. He probably gave up his seat on the bus to head down to the bank and wire the money to himself for his campaign. <laughs> He's, he's, 
He's just universally. I, I read. I read the. Uh, you know. I, I understand. Not. A, he's not for everybody. But uh, I read Al Franken's last book. Well, before he got booted. Oh yeah. And uh, he talked about. He talked. He had all kinds of stories about different um, Republicans, and they. You know, we connect over our love of whatever. Three Stooges. You know, just picking random things or music. Yeah. And he's like, he did a whole chapter. He's like. But the one guy that nobody has any connection to. Everybody hates him. Is Ted Everyone Even hates him. Even in his own party. List, yeah, he lists examples of just shitty things he did or just like just really bringing the room. Like if there's a cocktail party or some sort of situation where just everybody is down once Ted Cruz takes over. I am a, bu- just not loved. a buddy of mine turned 50 last year and he had a, a bunch of his friends roast him at the at his birthday party and it was like a big like people were up um like kind of on a stage like up above and um they were doing all these jokes and one of his buddies started making a list started or just started listing people that were younger than my buddy who was (laughs) turning 50 and he was like going through a list of names and he's like ted cruz and the entire there's probably 200 people there there was an audible (gasps) gasp among the crowd and then he had to start doing some jokes to get the crowd back because everybody was so stunned yeah that just bums everybody out to learn yeah that ted cruz is still only like 47 years old or something it's just (laughs) too much to fucking comprehend when you look at that guy i can't process that what that's impossible that was great when uh i remember when he was still running for president and somebody did the uh, handshake psych move on him. He like he was working through a crowd, and the guy pulls the hand great. back and runs it through his hair, and he goes, "Psych, you look like a fish monster." <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. And because that's it was great. so crowded, yeah. like he couldn't move quickly. Yeah. He just kind of just stand there and smile and nod. It's the only it's thing, great. the only thing I don't like about stuff like that is it kind of makes you feel sorry for Ted Cruz because he's so ugly <laughs> and he's. He's so repulsive that when people say it to his face, you're like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ted, because you're you're really disgusting to look at. <laughs> um, well, while we're talking about pieces of shit, yeah. uh, Chuck Woolery was on Twitter the other day bragging about the fact that he's had three vasectomies. <laughs> Is he like our friend? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah he had to drive Hormat? across the country. He had to drive to like Oklahoma to get it reversed. Mark the Nomad messaged me. Uh, I'm not going to, I don't want to give away Mark the Nomad's business. And Mark the Nomad might be on the show soon. We'll have him back here and he can, he can tell the world. Um, so if you have three vasectomies, it means you've gotten two bad vasectomies or you've had it, you've had to reverse it a couple times. He's, I mean, you know, he's a, he's a super right wing yeah, troll yeah, kind of guy. Yeah. And it had to do with um, reproductive rights. And he, I don't right. know, he was trying to make the point, hey, I've, I've had three vasectomies yeah. and I, you know, I control my body. You know, some bullshit. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know what he yeah, was. Fuck yeah. He was really using some weird logic I've, to. I've had two and two. I've had two and one vasectomies. Um, I'm surprised he hasn't died yet because according to. A friend of the show who shall remain nameless that used to do a TV show at a studio next to Chuck Woolery. 
that the guy, like those eaters. Oh my God. The guy never stopped smoking cigarettes. It was just fucking cigarette after cigarette lighting every break. It'd be a couple cigarettes. Never, ever stop smoking those cigarettes. And there yet that there he is still living. Um, and finally, and we've done some Walmart customer stories in the past. Um, and I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm kind of siding with her on the logic. A uh, Texas woman was banned from Walmart for eating half a cake and f- refusing to pay the full price. She just wanted to pay for half of it. Well, I mean, I mean did she eat the whole cake? I don't think she so. Only ate half the cake. Like the other half right? of the cake is still good. And did she, did she t- take the cake home and then return? Like try to return half the cake? I'm looking right now, she. Uh, yeah, uh, she left. She she left the half of it. Oh, so she left it there. Just so she like split it in half. Well, that's a tough one because you gotta um, you, you gotta. So sometimes I go to Costco, and sometimes like we're we'll, we're hosting. Oh, a- she ate it in the bakery. Oh, right. And it's like yeah. okay, I, I gotta come half. clean. Yeah, gotta come clean. I ate half cake, so here. I'm, I'm going to pay you for half a cake. This so friend of the show, Travis Rogers. He will. He's one of these people that fucking eats the grocery store food in the store. So as he's shopping, what do you mean? As I'll tell you right now, he's eating. I'm telling you right now. As he's in the grocery store shopping, like pushing the cart, right? He's pushing the cart around. He'll swing by the deli meat. And I don't, I'm, I'm using, I have meat in quotations. I'm putting in, in quotations right now. And I'm not putting this guy on front street because I'm pretty sure he said this on his radio show before. He'll swing by the deli meat area and he'll grab a couple packets of, are you familiar with Budig, Ed? No, no, I'm not. But you wouldn't be familiar with it because you're a, a sane person. But Budig is that... Um, processed deli meat it's like real thin it's like you can almost like it's they're like roast beef but it's kind of like tan colored and you're like what is going on there and then you read the you read the uh the ingredients and like beef is like the 30th ingredient on the list and also Um, also a packet of the meat is like 12 cents so he'll grab a few of those and he'll just rip open the packets and just start fucking eating it as he walks around oh, the no. store. He'll just eat the meat. And then and then you'd think, oh, well, you're gonna do the right thing and just steal it, right? You're just gonna throw away the um the, the package for the shame. But no. He goes to He'll, like give him the empty yes, trash. He goes to check out and he has to deal with the shame of them scanning the empty packets of meat that he ate. Then he was telling me, he's like, Yesterday I was at the grocery store and I ate a bagel. And I'm like <laughs> What do you mean he ate a fucking bagel? And he's like, oh, they had fresh jalapeno cheese bagels. And I go, well, yeah, where'd you toast it? And how did you get a schmear on there? And he's like, no, I just ate the bagel. And I'm like, a fucking dr- just, dry bagel? You walked around the store eating a dry yeah, bagel? Sliced, just, yeah. just <laughs> yeah. And then there's no packaging to hand to the, to the <laughs> checker. 
So he has to say, he, I go, well, what did you do? Did you bring a, a stunt bagel up and be like, Hey, I don't want this bagel, but I had one just like it. If you could charge me. And he goes, no, I got to the thing. And I said, Oh, by the way, I ate a bagel. Would you please charge me the 89 cents? Ugh. Can you believe that shit? I mean, there's never, there's never a bottom. When you when you learn about human behavior, there never seems to be a bottom. No, no. There's there's certain people that are just that just exist in a world where they can they can they have the most diabolical behavior, where they just, they just do things that are so outside of the cultural norms, and they're walking around like it's fine. For instance, take this guy Ed, runner seventy disqualified for allegedly cheating in the LA marathon after record setting run. So apparently Ed, this guy, he's 70 years old. He runs marathons all the time. He ran the LA, this past LA marathon, which was in the spring in like under three hours. Yeah. It was like two. I I just read about this before the show. Because I saw pictures. But, they have pictures of them. Yeah, they're getting wise to this because these people take shortcuts. And we've talked about these stories on the show before. Um, For what? That's that's our – every time we do yeah, these what's stories. The, what's the win? And I get that you're 70 and you, 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 you know, you're proud of your uh, running and all that. But this guy, he, um, he – at one point, he, he veered off the course and according to him – he was looking for a bathroom, and which you think would have um, hurt his time, but actually, it made it so that that five k that he ran, like that section of the race, would have yeah. been the world record for five k's. Not the world record for a seventy-year-old guy. Not the world record for a seventy-year-old <laughs> guy in a marathon. The actual world record for a five k would have been set. By this dude who cheated at the L.A. Marathon and now has been disqualified <laughs> and has been shamed. And, and I, re- I read uh, that they, he's in multiple races. He keeps hit, missing the, uh, the, the scanning, yeah. whatever it is, the, the scanning uh, rug that you run over, like around the same part in every race. Uh, and he's like, I just, I, I, I often have to go find a bathroom. Yeah, this is what this is what they always remember. The one there was one woman that we talked woman, about a couple yeah. years ago that um, she would always lose the little thing that was that they tie to your shoe. Apparently, right. they've gotten a they must have a better system by now. She would lose the thing that was tied to her shoe in like every race, but yet still set records because she was cutting off the course. It's crazy. If you're a 70 year old, I mean, if if this guy, let's say he did 18 miles because he did hit a bunch of sensors. Yeah. He probably could do the marathon. So if he did the marathon in four hours, he's capable of running a marathon, which is incredible at 70 years old, which is incredible. And if he just said, I'm 70, I just ran a marathon. What more credit could you possibly, it's not like, it's not like people tune in on TV and, and you're going to be on all the late night shows for for running the marathon, you know, the, being the best 70 year old marathoner. Like you're just going to be a guy who can impress people 
in your your little world. Yeah. So cheating for what? For what? No, people were going to be impressed anyway. No, it's insane. What's the point? It's insane. Ed joining us now. As always, it's our very own pop culture reporter, Fancy Sauce. How are you, Fancy? What's up? Hey. Uh, Hi, boys. How's everything going? Good? Yeah, not bad. Oh, very nice to have not you Not bad for a, for a Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. One more work day left of yes, this week. Short week for people. Are you guys looking forward to the military parade yes. I think we're going to be treated to I'm, on the 4th of July? I'm looking to forward. Yeah, big boy tank parade. I'm looking forward to how sparsely attended it will be. That's my... Yeah, this is the... This what are you talking about? It will territory. be the most bigly attended military parade in it the history of military parades. Will not. <laughs> it for certain will uh, not be. I don't know. I, yeah. I I'm just I've so much fatigue yeah. of the dickhead in chief that I'm just I'm at my wit's end. Yeah, it's all good. Uh let's do it. I gotta say yeah. this about Fourth of July. I, I like a lot of the kind of the the trappings and traditions, but I feel there's a lot of pressure, at least where I am. Yes. It's like, well, where should we go to see the fireworks? I know. I've seen them. Seen I've em. seen them like a lot. Seen I've seen it. I mean, I'm 43. I've seen like 40 fireworks displays. Yeah. At least. At least. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. not every single year, but but then I'll see a, you know, a random one at a ballpark. Like I've seen a lot of yeah. fireworks and they're all Kind of the same. They're all pretty much the same. The The Dodger Stadium one that they put on is pretty good. I've um, seen some really good for it, fireworks shows, and I've seen some really shitty ones. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I've seen it. Um, the thing is, there's so much traffic. I used to live in a neighborhood where the HOA would put on a big uh, fireworks thing, and it was cool because it was like right directly in front of you. Like you would you know, put out your chair on the grass and they would do the fireworks right in front of you. So they were directly above your head and it was very intense. And then you could get drunk and walk home. The thing is, is that anywhere you go to see fireworks, you have to get back from that place. And there's always a lot of people going and it's yeah, not tons worth it. Of traffic. Yeah. It's not worth it. Um, seen it. I, and the other thing I get that I get, uh, I live really n- near a, a very, very ethnic um, you can, you area can, you can say Puerto Rican where you where you see lots of do they love fireworks? Do they yeah, love fireworks? Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. it's your Ed's name on Friday night. There's yeah. just going to be they're just going to be banging popping off noises popping noises for well into like three in the morning yeah. territory. Yeah, well that's gonna cool. be a lot. Yeah, I like that. A lot. Yeah, I good. think that's good. I think where we will be on the fourth, we'll be able to see the fireworks from. The Rose Bowl, where we are oh, yeah. chilling. We could probably stroll to the Rose Bowl. I think Ball we could. There. It's not yeah. far. Mm, I might hang back. I'm not opposed to. I'm yeah. not opposed to seeing some fireworks if they happen to be there. Yeah, just, yeah. The process of really going yeah. out of your way to go find the perfect spot. No like, thanks. Last like, year we were yeah. in Lagoon at the beach, and remember yeah. Yeah. how long the it took. Is it was insane. The is insane. And the kids aren't that into it. They're really not. You're, we think they are. Yeah. They're into it for like a minute or two. Uh, okay, let's do a quick email. Brian, Ed, and Kate. You got to be kidding me. As the Royals are still in the news, they still seem to be, they still seem appropriate choices. 
audibly loud orgasmic orators. Guys, do you know what this is? We got us yeah, a, buddy. We got us a loudcomer situation. Who's that loudcomer? Coming all over. This song is so aggressive. It's a great song. Oh, this, this is an underrated gem. Yeah, it really is. There's a lot of grunting. Also, I hate the ejaculation word. Oh, yeah. Well, so oh, much. you mean coming. I hate it. Okay. I was going to say, because he doesn't say um, coming in the song. <laughs> uh, okay. Audibly loud orgasmic orders. Prince Harry versus Prince William. Ed Daly, we'll start with you. Of the two, I, Prince Harry and Prince, I, Prince William, who would be the loud comer? I think this one might be the clearest one of oh, any that we've done. Interesting. One seems super repressed. Yes. One seems to be very into being him. Yes, yes. So the ginge is a loud cover. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Well, gingers are very expressive in general, so I could see him being a loud cover. Kate McManus, Prince Harry, Prince William. Prince William started out the handsome one, which is weird because he looks like Diana and Diana... She was kind of homely. Like, can we? She's been dead long enough that we could say she's kind of homely, right? She wasn't like a super beauty. How dare you? People talk about her like she was Marilyn Style Monroe. Icon. She was a little bit. I think she, she had a decent she's body, beautiful. right? Yeah, she's all right. She's beautiful. Um, Kate McManus, Prince Harry versus Prince William. Who is the loud comer? Um, I kind of agree with Ed. I think yeah. Harry's loud, but I'll say that Prince William's got a lot louder yeah. since he started that affair with yeah, his best affair. wife's best friend. I'm gonna take the opposite opinion here because prince harry like he likes to party he probably done quite a bit of coke in his life mdma remember he was he was um he wore the nazi costume on halloween at one point oh, yeah, that was yeah, that was, that's, that's a tough one to that get was, past this, that was pretty tight this prince harry he gets it out meanwhile prince william he's lost his hair He's got. He's very like buttoned up. Yeah, yeah. Buttoned he. Up. I mean, his his evolution went from human to equine. Yes. I it just. He kept growing the the teeth and everything. That's right. But that's the reason. Be very good looking. That's the reason I think though is that he's so buttoned up all the time that when he gets his crumpets uh-huh. out. With he his mistress, explodes, yeah, he explodes. and he lets he lets <laughs> out a, a bit of the royal cream. Ew. He really makes some noise. <laughs> I'm saying that of the two, Prince William would be the loud comer of the two. <laughs> Get your willy out. <laughs> I believe my penis is about to tumble. Uh, okay. He yeah. continues, also, since Will is obviously not sticking to the vows of his marriage, it's only reasonable to expect the ladies will need to get theirs too. B, who are you going to scoop? Do you have a ladle big enough to scoop them both at once? Brian loves yeah, being a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. This is the only time he gets to, 
to DJ and he is loving it. I wish we, I wish we were filming. I'm the bro, I'm the Brody Jenner. We might have to do an Insta story. It's very aggressive. Brad in New York, very aggressive lyricist. I have to be honest. It's a, it's a fantastic song, though. I'll post that Insta story of Brian uh, DJ dancing. Needs to be approved by me. Uh, okay, the scoop it up game. B, who are you going to scoop? Do you have a ladle big enough to scoop them both at once? Meghan Markle versus Kate Middleton. Now, this is a very tough game for me because this Meghan Markle, I am extremely attracted to. Well, even before she was the Prince Harry's, before she was a princess. When she's on the USA Network. Yes, when she was on Suits, a show I've never seen. I'm, I saw this broad in Us magazine, and I was like, what is going on there? I want to know more. But the thing is, this Kate Middleton, I'm sort of here nor there on her. But again, much like Prince William, I feel like she's so buttoned up that she's so repressed that if I came through with that ladle and I scooped it, she'd be ready to let something out, something big. I'm scooping Kate Middleton. Such a bad choice. What a dud. You never know. You never know. You're so bummed. You never know. Uh, finally, fuck Guy Fieri. I just wanted to congratulate Kate's Golden State Warriors and your guy, Guy Fieri, for se- su- successfully mm-hmm. enacting their plans to, quote, convince Kevin Durant to stay with the Warriors by cooking him off the chain grub, end quote. In particular, your guy guy was so confident in his abilities to convince Durant to stay that he said, quote, tell me how I need to flex my food muscles and I'll make it happen. Needless to say, I take joy in the fact that Durant signed with the Brooklyn Nets scorning guy, escaping Flavortown, and avoiding guy's famed E. coli sauce, fish emulsions, and despair-infused sandwiches. I w- it would only see it would seem that only KD and I are able to resist the siren song of donkey sauce, but that means more for you. Wait. Aren't the Warriors Kate's favorite team? Happy fourth to all of you, except for Guy, who has all the charm and class of an over-the-pants hand job. That is from, of course, Dolomite D. Oh, he adds a PS. Since the cast is also the pulling out show of record, undefeated, by the way, pulling out, it seems appropriate to discuss the proper terminology for pulling out. I prefer spray and pray or quote, laying rope. Toodles. Kate, what is your favorite? Are you just old school jerk and squirt? Are you a jerk and squirt person for the pulling out? Or you to euphemize the... No, I've never heard that. I would never say that. Jerk and squirt, spray and pay, or laying rope? All gross. Ed, Ed, do you have any favorites? Uh, I don't know, but my my score on that one would be an F minus. I'm... (laughs) I'm probably the worst in the world at that. Oh, one. really? It's an undefeated. <laughs> there were some early days where <laughs> there were some early days where 
I thought I could time it right, but man, the wave just came too fast. <laughs> what, ab- what about um, drawing a map of Japan? You do you like that terminology yeah. for pulling out? I'm gonna. How about we yeah. do some cartography and I draw a map yeah, of Japan? Let's drop a Rorschach, Rorschach test on you. <laughs> Or your stomach. Okay, thanks for that. By the way, Dolomite Dolomite wants to take over our Reddit page. That was a good email. As we let let him. It was a great email. Well, it's not up to me. Um, oh, as we as we as we learned. Oh yeah. To What's the same? I'm about to explain here. As we learned last week, our uh, Reddit the guy that started and hosts our Reddit page, Mike Vick, did nothing wrong. He's had to retire to take care of some personal business. And Dolomite's like, hey, I'll take it over. But apparently the Reddit has rules. Like one moderator has to give it to the other. So, uh, Mike Vick, if you're listening and if you're keen to that, I don't, I don't know, get a hold of Dolomite, do something or send me an email or a link or something and I could pass it along. But Dolomite has volunteered to maintain our Reddit page, which since the retirement of Mike Vick did nothing wrong has gotten up to 50 followers reddit.com r slash tbls underscore podcast on reddit and i noticed i checked it out today they said that last week was our first non-dong talk show there was not a single mention of dong or dick or cock not even in my segment pecker or balls go back and listen at all last week. And I just feel like Shocked. we are remiss that I would give that show three ladles. I've given that show three ladles. What number is that? I might, 274. Actually, I might actually listen. 274. 274. Uh, so it, anyway. Um, well, that, hopefully um, yes? DD can take it over. Yeah, dole my D. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on? Well, Ed, you have something to add? Well, I just, I just went on this page. I thought it was done. No, it's- and it looks like people are still going with it. But I did know somebody trashed the Facebook group. I saw that. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I yeah. I unfollowed that thing, or I muted it a long time ago. That's pretty great. And I actually just went on today to check it out. And I did see something good. Uh, somebody posted stories about DMX, which are pretty funny. Oh, DMX. Speaking of crackheads. Let's talk about how he's crazy. Yeah, he's nuts. Um, no. yeah. So all, we could always use new blood on, in both places on our Reddit page, on our Facebook page. Are we speaking of crackheads? We I were was just about to. We were earlier. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Phantom? Um, well, in a candid New Yorker interview, which I recommend, Joe Biden's troubled son, Hunter, mm, the one that fucked his sister in law, is when trying was, to when they were both get ahead of the obvious, um, sort of trickle of, you know, information that's going to, you know, start to come out now that his dad is running for president. Um, In this interview, he talks about how he began dating his brother's widow, Hallie, while recovering from a week spent buying crack cocaine from a homeless encampment uh, in Los Angeles, I which is really where you want to get your crack I don't from. feel like the homeless have the best crack. That's what I was thinking, too. Well, um, I don't know. It certainly worked for Willie from ALF. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. 
I mean, he was he was sucking their dicks. He loved it so much. I like that. Um, I like that Hunter Biden is trying to get out of this for his dad. But I don't know if anybody know remembers. But just last week on this show, I canceled Biden. We're done with Biden. We don't have That's to worry true. about Biden we anymore. He's can- been canceled. We did cancel. He's, he's, he's we did cancel. Slowly Biden. float away, so we don't I have to worry about Biden anymore. Kamala canceled him. Yeah. Yep. There's a, there's a lot of there's new blood Kamala. in the party. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, this hunter had made plans to head to a de- detox center in Arizona, where I guess there's lots of rehabs. There's Why are there a, so many rehabs a, in Arizona? There's a very good one in Tucson. It's um, very plush. Is my I guess he got sidetracked. Nothing but desert there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got sidetracked during a stopover in Los Angeles, where he soon asked for a vagrant where he could buy crack, according to the um, uh. New Yorker. Um, Hunter was taken to a downtown L.A. homeless encampment what? where someone pulled a gun on him. Um, but nevertheless, undeterred, returned several more times that week to buy to get more crack, more crack rocks. Wow. Well, I mean, it's it takes a lot of balls to go down to Skid Row and buy crack. Yeah. So Good for anyway. old Hunter. And also takes a lot of balls to slam your sister-in-law after your, after her husband, your brother, dies. So, and then yeah. keep slamming her for a couple of years. Yeah, and then get a, get quickie married so your dad can run for president. Uh, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop culture? Um, this is a sad story. Dog the Bounty Hunter star. Um, Ooh, Dwayne. Uh, Beth Chapman. Yeah. Dog's wife. Yes. Um, this is, this she is a female dog? Yes, Mrs. Dog. <laughs> Mrs. Dog, sorry. What do we call Let's that? Let's be respectful of Beth. Yes. Beth okay. succumbed to a long battle with throat cancer. She was 51 years old. 51? 51? How fucking old what? is this guy? That's true. Yeah. Um, Dwayne, Dog the Bounty Hunter Chapman, confirmed news on Twitter on Wednesday writing, it's 5.32 in Hawaii. This is a time she would wake up and go hike Cocoa Head Mountain. Only today she hiked the stairway to heaven. <laughs> we love all of you, Beth. See you all. What? I'm wow. like tearing up. Wow. All right, P. Beth. That's the best. That dude was trying to be as poetic as possible. Oh, yeah. He he's is a, a poet. He's a good dude. Oh. Dwayne. Yeah. Great luck. Good luck. Oof. Tough. Um, I've been sent a sports story. 51. We had a May, December. Dwayne Lee Dog <laughs> Chapman Sr. Born February 2nd, 1953. He's 66. Also, I've heard that he's very short, 5'7". Dwayne, because he presents like he's this big dude, and he's not. He's tiny. What about that dad that we saw at Rory's graduation, who was... Dog the Bounty Hunter. My son's hunter. eighth grade graduation. Doppelganger. He had a, there was a Dog the Bounty Hunter dad, <laughs> and there was like a fucking jacked, like, oh. um, Icelandic weightlifter. Power yeah, they were dad. both um, yeah. amazing Whoa. specimens, but the Dog the Bounty Hunter dad was yeah, my favorite. Had the Brian got a picture. Had the whole thing. Was so good. It's gorgeous. Beth, Beth. <laughs> wow. Beth, Beth Chapman. Yeah. F- 51. I. Come on, Ed. I, I gotta, be I gotta nice. see better records be on this nice. one. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, let's not get down on Beth. That's the biggest hits I've ever yeah, seen. She had, she she had a big away. set. She had a big set of cans on her. Yeah, she sure did. Uh, uh, okay, okay. What else? As I was saying, I got yes. sent a sports, uh, some sports related oh, story. You're very up on sports and sports. So related apparently, stories. Kate, you're you're sports. one of your favorite players from your favorite team. 
Kevin Durant. Yeah. He's the, left. The Durantula. Yeah, the Durantula. He's left. Oh, you're very proud of yourself. You knew that and you smiled. I know a bunch it. of yeah. stuff. The Durantula, he's left the Golden State Warriors, which are based where? Golden State. What city? Oakland. Oakland, that's right. And he's gone to the Nets. The Nets, which is a team in from where? Brooklyn. Wow. Yes, very good. Just yeah. think about how 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 bad a, a name the Nets. It's a stupid are. name. Well, it's not as bad as the Wizards or the Magic or the Thunder or the Heat. Yeah, there, there's some bad ones, but Nets. That's just like a part of equipment. That would be like if a football team it was is called lame. the Lace. It's a lame name. Yeah, that's name. pretty stupid. Yeah. yeah, or the the um. The, I'm not really into that Canadian the, the team, gloves. but the Raptors Soul is Post. a pretty sick name. Um, Gold. I don't know. Yeah, they, they were, they, They're dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean that's. Well, no, the sure. raptors. The raptors are real dumb, just like the 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 mighty ducks. Because <laughs> the mighty the ducks raptors, is the dumbest. Oh, Jurassic Park. The raptors. They they named it right after Jurassic Park. Oh, well then that and, is. The raptors were not like a real. I take it they, back. They, they really exist, but they were not like this. They were kind of pumped up for the movie. Yeah, they were they not, this was an unknown dinosaur until this until this Jurassic Park. Mm. They really, they really put the raptors on the map. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a dumb name. It should have been the T-Rex. Let's talk about my story. Okay, get closer Everybody to the mic while you do it. Okay, so um, this Carmelo Anthony, yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what team. He plays for the Rockets. He doesn't play for any teams. but He doesn't sure, play for anyone. For he sure. played like 10 games with the Rockets, and they're like, you know what, we're going to. We're so is he not right a good now. player? He's, he's, he used to be. Here's he's married the, to that law. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. He could fill but, it up. Um, but, he... He um he's best friends with LeBron James though, yeah. and the Lakers need cheap players, so there's a good chance that the Lakers that they're gonna buy take him. a flyer on old mm. Caramello. So okay, so he was on a yacht, yeah, um, going to like some mm. retreat yeah. for Jordan Shubrand, like Monte Carlo or something, right? Um, and some south of some France. pap some pap shots yeah. got leaked, yeah, um, of some. Pretty hot broad. Uh, juicy. <laughs> who's on the yeah. who's on the boat with him? Yep. She has an up the butt bathing suit. She's got all the things I like. There's no other dude around. Mm-hmm. No. It's just yeah. Caramello just yep. and this um oh. this chick. Ayo. Yep. Um fucking he is sleeping on the couch. Well, Lala is probably pissed. But they he's separated. trying to say well, no, they're, they're not together. No, they're, they're not. No, they're back together. No, they're they back. separated and they they they're reconciled. Back. Um, so he's trying to he's trying to do that thing where he's like shaming the media. He's like, she yeah. married, she got a kid. Yeah, but she doesn't. You guys and are wrong. Of those things are true. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, good for him. He's getting it in. Yeah, I mean, you go. You don't go to. You don't. You're not like, honey. I'm getting a yacht in France for the um, Jordan retreat, but don't come. Stay home. I know you got a lot going on. She's Just, got. It's not even going to be fun. She's got an Instagram with thirty eight thousand followers, and oh, this, this is chick, what happens. Yeah. He, you, you hit, you slide into her yep. DMs, and yep. next thing you know, she's on your boat. Yeah, that's the thing. That's how they do it. She's on your boat. Yeah, I get it. Uh huh. She's piloting. She's sailing his yacht. You think he's a? Um, you think he wanted to play cartographer with her? Um. Yeah. Dude, he's like, he's like, let me, let me map here. Let, let me, me show you where we are right now. Yeah. Do you on this map here me, that I'm me, gonna draw? Let me okay. give, give you a look at the Mediterranean. I'm starting to affect the way you talk. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on, Kate? Um. Well, this was a big, big story. So this Taylor Swift 
um, her record label oh, that she she signed to, and Would when she was scoop. fifteen, she didn't know anyone, back. didn't yeah. didn't have a career. She looks like a mop. Um, she obviously they owned all her masters. Yeah, she did a bad deal. And she released this long post. I think it was probably on Instagram, saying that she's so upset that Scooter Braun. Mega mega producer yeah. discoverer of Justin Bieber. It's weird when people are like, "Oh my god, and this person this person purchased mm-hmm. something of value. What an asshole!" Right, and he was under an NDA during the um, negotiations, so it, you know he couldn't wasn't allowed to be known that he was the one that was negotiating to buy it. Yeah, and so she was like, "He's a misogynist and he's a bully, and I feel sick that he owns all my masters yeah. and had a real tantrum about it." But then it comes out that um, I forget the guy's name that owned Big Machine, mm-hmm, the publishing company, the record label. Yeah. Anyway, he said basically we we offered them to Taylor. Yeah, you can buy your own masters, and she it's not not a lot of people get that opportunity. She didn't want it. She didn't want it. Yeah. So the she found somewhere else to go. Right. With a better deal, but without her, that meant more music. to her yeah. than her master. So yeah. she walked away, and yeah. so um, people are saying this is another example of Taylor crying wolf. And she always lies. She always lies. Well, she likes to present as the victim. She always wants to be the victim, right. and she has this legion like um, Beyonce does, but not as strong. She has this legion of fans that will attack people online and support her. But the thing is, I think she's kind of her fans are growing up. And they're not they're not as rabid anymore for Taylor Swift, uh, but she didn't listen to the great Frank Zappa when he said, "Always keep your publishing." Right, but she, she was also fifteen when she signed that deal with yeah. Big Machine, well, so she should have had better. We'll you know who could have used it? And that also, advice? there's yeah. always like a million sides to the story, yeah. and you never really there's get two. the full picture. Um, who had? Who could use John Fogerty? I heard he was. He was pretty much broke, doesn't have any of his songs. That's why you see him touring at every um, county fair. And I bet you, I bet you he's got a at least one or two or three divorces on his hands. Yeah. I, I don't know, out. but it, that sounds about right. But yeah. yeah, he doesn't own any of the shit yep. and he's broke. Yeah. So this- just. Keep your publishing, guys. I found his name. His name's Scott Barchetta. He yeah. he um, sold Big Machine. Red Barchetta. Scott. Great he, Rush song. He published online text messages between My he sent by Swift to him, Taylor to him. No one knows and she says this since communications ran dry on our negotiations, I've done what I told you I'd do and gone out exploring other options. Owning my masters was very important to me. But I've since realized there are other things that mean even more to me in the bigger picture. I had a choice whether to bet on my past, meaning buy my master's, or bet on the future. And I think knowing me, you can guess which one I chose. So he's kind of busted her. He's got receipts. That's what we, that's what we call coming with receipts. I bet, I bet Getty and Alex and Neil, they own the masters to Red Barchetta. And that's why they're so rich still. Uh, What else, Kate? Um, well, with some other music related news, Fiona Apple has decided to, um, pledge two years, um, royalties from her song criminal Yeah. to, um, good song. Yeah. To like different, it's her only song, different, um, yeah, but she, 
different funds, nonprofit funds that help refugees and immigrants with their, you know, with their legal fees, basic necessities and legal services. That's probably a big source of income. And she's really urging other artists to do the same. That's probably her primary, unless she tours. That's probably her primary source of income. Yeah. It can't be that song that they used as the... um, Theme to that show. It's the apparently affair. a Grammy winning single um, from her 1996 debut album title. Oh, I don't know any yeah, of Fiona Apple's hit. songs. She had a hit. And yeah, it's it. apparently it's yeah, her most requested song, song for TV huge. and film spots. Yeah, it was, it's um, so it makes her a lot of money. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, good for her. Um, that's a that's a nice story. Yeah. Um, I'm really into this story. Oh, tell me. <laughs> so. Earlier this week, a correspondent for for The Hill tweeted that President Trump promised to fill a Supreme Court vacancy in 2020, despite Republicans previously blocking Obama's attempt to do the same thing in 2016. Yeah, but he will. He put up Merrick Garland. So this was a plan that was fully orchestrated and executed by none other than Mitch McConnell. Yeah. And in response, McConnell's social media team only imagine what kind of dweebs they are, tweeted a gif of um, Adam Scott's character from Parks and Rec uh, winking, uh, obviously uh, using his image to, to approve of Trump's decision. It's kind of sick, though. Right? That's kind of sick. So um, a couple of days later, Scott um, replied um, in a tweet, Dear Mitch McConnell and all those representing him, yeah. Please refrain from using my image in support of anything but your own stunning and humiliating defeat. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Um, and then whoever runs McConnell's Twitter account replied with another image of Scott from Parks and Rec. Um, and then he replied with this charming photo of McConnell in front of a Confederate flag, which made them go quiet for a while. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, and then they resumed posting bad memes and corny content. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty funny thing to follow. Yeah. And anytime you, you have the, the posed picture in front of the Confederate flag, yeah, like that's, uh, that's Mitch McConnell does, that kind of ends every argument. It does. It does. It's a tough one to come back from, except that where he's from, that's nothing to be embarrassed that's, about. And that's, yeah, and, that's, that's a point of pride. And that's, that's all. That's well, the only place he needs yes, to be popular. Yes, but his team realized that that's not a popular public point of pride yeah, anymore. Not, not nationally. Not nationally. But it no. plays in Kentucky, doesn't it? That's right. The poorest state in the union. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's done great for those people. Yeah. yeah. He's done great for himself. Uh, what and then else, finally, um, I feel like a lot of homophobic country music fans um, are probably going to be um, really reeling from the news that Lil Nas X, a rapper who's hit Old Town Road with Billy Ray Cyrus, which became a viral sensation, has come out as gay in a post Sunday yeah. to mark World <laughs> Friday. I'm pretty surprised. Uh, I figured he didn't have to make the announcement because he wore <laughs> yellow and red sequin <laughs> cowboy outfits. I I thought I thought that was implied. Uh, but it's so funny. It's good to know. I'm not, and I love that they, they tried to. I, I read somewhere a couple months ago that they were really trying to keep him out of certain country awards. Like technically, it wasn't country, yeah. So mm-hmm. because you know his his type doesn't really play too well. Nope. With- 
the traditional country gang. Um, apparent, I'm not really familiar with his music except for this jam. Billy Ray Cyrus, left-handed guitar player. I'm proud to say that I've never listened to this song ever. Well, you can't take anything away from it. It's fucking catchy I as mean, fuck. No thanks. But he is wearing yellow and black. He looks like. I don't get Ed. it. I don't know what's to like. Ed, you Sorry. remember? You remember the Killer Bees, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty? Uh, they were a tag team in the eighties. Um, he's we- yeah. he's wearing like their getup. He's got a f- black and yellow fringe leather jacket and black and yellow chaps. I mean, oh yeah, doesn't he's, look gay at all. He's always wearing something like that. I'm a fan. I can't wait to hear I, the, the, the one. The one thing I'll say about uh, his name, though, Little- I I kind of have a problem with. After the Illmatic, you can't be another singer with Nas in the title. That see, I you, I wonder about that. There's other people that have know, other people's you names. Call yourself Lil Nas. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as keyed and is into Nas the okay? World. Is Nas like? I don't, is I don't Nas your dad? Gets, I don't know if he gets to sign off on it. That's so weird. Yeah, it's a weird thing. There's weird. so many. You're different appropriating you somebody pick. else's yeah. name and yeah. everything. Yes, and and everything about them. It's not like you could by have, default. It's not like you could have a band like there's a band called Rush, fucking one of the greatest bands of all time. Maybe what, maybe rock could, and roll could should you be, start doing that. Little could Rush. you be also Rush? Yeah, or like Baby uh, Rush. But yeah, Child Rush. I guess you could technically. <laughs> Rush Junior. Yeah, uh, is that it, Kate? Yes, it is. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Ed Daly, fantastic work as always. Nice work, all Kate of us. McManus, well played I on your I can hear Ed end. a lot louder than usual today. I just, You've I just, done something. I just cranked him Usually up. Usually I can barely hear Ed, got, and then I, not by on purpose, sometimes I, Brian just pointed out that I accidentally cut, I cut you off a yeah, lot, so I'm it's, sorry. It's hard. It's, it's, I can't hear you. It's a two-location Skype. Now I can hear that's, Ed. That's, it's hard. It's fine. We we kick ass no matter no, what the scenario. We're great. You know, we're so good. I play, I, play, really good. I play with the mix after I do a little cartography when I'm done. I put a little. <laughs> put a little. We're my, going. We're going over here on the map. Put a little of my own special sauce on it. Uh, yeah, okay. We're gonna visit these new islands I just created for Kate McManus for Ed Daly. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 275 of the Baller Lifestyle Wilder. Podcast. We we'll see you next week. Happy Fourth. TBLS, oh yes, the lifestyle's baller Podcast getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week In sports and culture and whatever Plus you know there's Kate with a C But she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me Talking loud, commas, conundrums, my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows and the others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather Talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot Man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man It really hit the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is for all us TBLS